it is Smokers Fire, and we finished with an almighty blaze late yesterday. When the Lockie Neal domino fell, the damn wall collapsed spectacularly, and the most prolific day in AFL trade period history ensued. And when the clock struck 8.31 last night, the fat lady started singing, and that was all she wrote. We are back, the trade table's final episode of the trade period, wrapping up the trade period um, he's back after a, a bit of a hiatus. I'm here with Jim. Jim, we haven't been here for the last couple of days. Just before we get into that, you're sitting there pissing yourself at my opening. What is wrong with that? <laughs> that is some of my best work. Oh, it was just a long opening. <laughs> oh, I'm surprised I'm awake. No, but it's, it's great to be back at the late table. I mean, I mean, the late table, sorry. Late we, got, we copped a bit of flack for our, our late posting. We were, <laughs> to be fair, maybe half an hour to an hour late, and that is... That was blasphemy, apparently. We got, yeah. we got roasted on the socials for being the late table. Yesterday, we were a lot of the boys were pretty busy yesterday. You were carrying a lot of load. And oh, no. uh, we got a bit of feedback from one member of the pack calling us the late table. <laughs> Tell you what, that is not the only feedback we've got from, from the pack. True. We have, have, you, have you checked the, the, the trade table inbox? I we have been no. absolutely bombarded have by we? the pack. Oh my the goodness. pack have been coming like like the pack they are. <laughs> They've been coming at us seriously. They we've been getting the messages left, right, and center. Where is it? Where is the podcast? I'm sorry, we've been. Inconsistent. We have to issue an apology. <laughs> we've been pretty inconsistent lately, haven't we? We've been we've been very inconsistent. Some say as inconsistent as my <laughs> internet connection. <laughs> oh, <laughs> or, that is pathetic. <laughs> or even even I don't know about this. <laughs> Maybe as inconsistent as Jack Watts. Is that is that too harsh? Settle. Jesus. Uh, all right, okay, well, I got one more. <laughs> right, it's some of your best stuff here. This is some of your best stuff. Well, there's no one else here to laugh at. It's just as, well, almost as inconsistent as Dan Batten's contribution to this, oh, this podcast. Big call. Cop big that, call. Cop that, Dan. Jeez, big call, big call. Um, oh, well, we're back now and the trade period is done. So time to wrap it up. Before we get stuck into it, give me your favourite moment of the trade period. Favourite moment, just because it was different, is um, Tim Kelly staying. So everyone seemed to get where they wanted to except Tim Kelly. Mm. And I've been kind of in favour of um, trades taking, I mean, sorry, clubs taking back a bit of ownership and um, taking a bit, bit, of, bit of onus and um, keeping the contract of players if that's what's best for them or doing what's best for the club essentially rather than just what's best for the, the player. And um, yeah, I back in Geelong for that one. So that was probably my highlight or my takeaway. Yeah, yeah. What about you, Harry? We'll get stuck into Tim Kelly a little bit um, later. So I don't want to bombard you with too many questions early. But my favourite moment was Tom Scully for sure. Oh. It was just the most. We harped on this. He must have no foot. He must have no foot. He must have done the medical, taken off his shoe and gone, hang on. There's, there's no foot here. Jeez, <laughs> oh, oh, that, no. oh, that was the most baffling moment. And that also we'll get stuck into um, in the show, but oh, that was... Yeah, that was, that was definitely one of the most strange uh, trades I've in, seen in, in a little while, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah for just, sure. Just thinking back to, I mean, Lockie Waller last year with pick two, that was a big moment. Yeah, that was a bit strange. But I'm just thinking, I, I can't, that's one of the biggest moments I can really remember in... Yeah. Just because he just was not... I mean, we'll get into it later, we'll, yeah. get, we'll get into it later, right. but it was an astounding moment that Tom Scully... Went for less than half a packet of chips and, and you know, <laughs> half eaten packet of chips. And yeah. Not even, not even. And it was a Smith chips. It wasn't even Red Rock Deli. Oh no! It was, a, it was the dodgy chips. <laughs> I don't oh. think Smiths are that bad, by the way. I don't rate Smiths. Uh, Do you salt, like, salt and vinegar. 
Oh, it's not really like K. Oh, jeez. Big call. I reckon the pack's going to be on to you for that one. The pack for that one? Yeah, mate. All right. Feedback from the pack. Can you please message the trade table? <laughs> Red Rock Deli or Smith's Chips? I'm not what? saying... No, 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 no. I'm not saying Smith's is better than Red Rock Deli. I'm just saying Smith isn't a bad packet of chips. Okay. Is Jim a peanut? Yes or no? <laughs> <laughs> message the trade table. <laughs> is he an idiot? Oh, but let's get stuck into what's happened. We have been away for a couple of days, so we've missed a bit, but we'll just cover off... I mean, most of it happened yesterday. Yeah. Um, so last late, one of the latest trades, um, on the late table, one of the latest <laughs> trades that got done, Dylan Shield finally got to Essendon. So Dylan Shield and a future second round pick for nine and a future first. So the Giants get their two first rounders that they wanted, but they have to give back a future second, uh, as well. So obviously evens it up a little bit there. Adrian Dodoro playing hardball as he always does. Um, how do you see that trade? Um, you... I see it as a win for Essendon because they got their man and they filled filled their probably their biggest need. Everyone kind of feels that they needed some more, uh, more midfield depth, more midfield grunt, and um, Dylan Shields obviously an A grade player. So um, big win for them. And in terms of the trade, if it's a future for like obviously pick nines are a lot to give away, but um, the future first rounder, let's assume Essendon finish around top four next year. It's in the late teens, so it's not like they're two top ten picks or anything that Essendon's given away. Um, so I think it's it's probably about right. I don't know. Mm, yeah, when you think about um, Bryce Gibbs is a similar player, a very similar player. Yeah. Um, he went for two first rounders. He was 28, and yeah. I think Dylan Shield is 25. Yeah. Um, and they had to give a future second back. Um, and, I, and I've talked a bit, of, a bit about Dylan Shield, um, about how I've think he might may not even be or certainly not in the top two midfielders at the Giants no. may not even be in the top three so I don't want to um sort of go back on what I've said there but he's I wasn't trying to say that he's not a, you know not an A-grade player no, no, no. he is um so you would think that that those two first rounders would have had to get it done um yeah it's it, it interests me that that second round pick had to go back the other way I wonder what it's like getting on the on the phone or in a room with Adrian Dodoro what do you mean? Well, he's well renowned to be the hardest to deal with. Yeah, plays hardball. But well, but he's but he's got his he's got his man and got the second round back. Yeah. So yeah, he got the job done, didn't he? Yeah, it's worked. Apparently, um, we've heard a little birdie. <laughs> we have heard, you and <laughs> not I not so little birdie, but it's all right. <laughs> <laughs> little birdie that uh, Dylan Shields second guessed himself forty minutes out. Oh my god! At seven fifty, seven forty nine. Can you imagine what <laughs> is what is going through Essendon's mind there? They're hearing that Dylan Shields like. Well, <laughs> if Carlton can get the job done, maybe I can go there. Or he, apparently he was even happy to stay at the Giants at that point. He was just sick of the su- the suspense. And at that point, was kind of okay with any scenario. And apparently that's why uh, Silvani was there so late. Because um, mm. Carlton had finished all their other dealings. But they were still there very late, just watching that deal go down like a hawk. <laughs> but then Essendon come out and say the deal was never in doubt. So, mm. But um, was it? I reckon, so, there was a li- I reckon there was a little bit of doubt there, yeah. Imagine that you you're 40 minutes away from <laughs> your, your deal might not even get done and you think hang on is Carlton that bad? What about Carlton? <laughs> Should I stay? Wait, 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 hang on. Let me just think about this for a oh, sec. No. It's time to think. Forty minutes though. That is a disaster. Yeah. Jeez. Well, they got it done, so it's got good. it done. And and just quickly before we move on with Dylan Shuling there now, is that a, a top four midfield? Is that a top four list? Oh, it's not a it's not one of the best midfields in the league, but it's a top four list. Just their their okay. talent around the ground yeah. is uh is immense. And I think he's one of those he's one player, so he can't make 
all the difference, yeah. but he can he can make a significant difference, I think, and they're mm. a very talented list already. Yeah, okay, we'll get we'll dive into that a little bit more um, later in the show. Now I'm a bit flat about this. So I um I'm a bit <laughs> flat about this. I don't oh, like no. showing my hand, but Dane Beams is going back to Collingwood. Um, so Dane Beams, 41 and 44, um, go to Collingwood from Brisbane, and Brisbane get 18, a future first round pick which would be similar to 18, you would think, and 56. Yeah. Um, so Brisbane have had to downgrade 41 and 44 to 56 and then got their two first rounders. Um, As do What do you think is in terms of value? Is that is that about right or are we feeling that's a bit unders? Or? It's... I, I think it... I almost think it is... For, for, the, for the player that Dane Beams is, possibly a little bit unders, and it, yeah. especially just because of the fact that... Um, Brisbane are at a stage... We've talked about this so many times, but yeah. picks aren't really going to help them a lot right now. No. Um, if you're just weighing up tip for tap, Dane Beams, two first-rounders and a late swap later, it, it is unders for, for the player that Dane Beams is, but he, he's 29, so yeah. you have to be realistic about and it. He's, and he's coming home anyway at the end of his contract at the moment. So Yeah, so you do have to be realistic about it. They will... I'm sure they'll get... You know, they'll, they'll get some great value out of those two first-round picks, you'd hope. Yeah. Um, but still a pretty big loss, especially when at the start of the period they were considering adding Neil to Beams and Zorko and the like, and now it's a, a replacement rather than an upgrade. I was I was frothing at the mouth when I was doing yeah. Brisbane Club and Focus, yeah, you were, and you? I said, "Is there a better midfield?" <laughs> you, you couldn't you couldn't say in your seat that oh, that day. Jeez, but he goes back. Um, the deal gets done. Also, how good is Collingwood's midfield now? Some people are saying it's the best midfield ever. I, I don't know if there's a, a midfield that can quite best rival it. Best midfield that. ever. Maybe best depth ever. I don't know about best starting four. Yeah. Best midfield you, ever. You, you think of your Geelong's in the late two thousands and your Brisbane's early two thousands. I think I think of I think of Kerr, Cousins, Joe, and, and yeah, and, West Coast, and Cox. West I think Coast, of the West Coast ones. Um, um, but if if in terms of depth, like actual players who can run through yeah, there it's it's a who was it's who, a big list. who was under Kerr and Cox and, and Cousins and Judd like who was Daniel Chick like you know, yeah. the, the, my point oh, is Chad you know, Fletcher <laughs> Chad Fletcher Actually, but my point is you know who, who do you start so there's Beams Pendleby Sidebottom Adams Trelaw, Trelaw. pretty stiff Trelaw not get starting in yeah, Phillips. then Phillips on the outside obviously um, yeah. James H if he gets a game yeah. on the outside um, Braden your, your, Sire your coming man. in yeah. um, he pretty much locked his spot up Towards well, the end of the year until, last year. Until now, probably. Do you reckon he's the one? I, I almost oh. reckon James A should be the one. I know he, one's an outside, one's an inside. Yeah. But who are you playing on the outside then? Well, well, so, still Cyberman. He's an inside midfielder. But he can play outside. Yeah. Anyone? Adams could play outside. I can just. Yeah. You just play even players. How much did actually play on the wing though? Was, it, was that his? Yeah. He was, yeah, was his... outside mid. Yeah. When he was when he wasn't injured. Yeah. yeah okay. Um, yeah, it'd be interesting, but. It's a very deep midfield, that's oh, for sure. It's a huge. scary midfield. It's a premiership midfield. Yeah, you'd think so. It's pretty close. Imagine how big Anzac Day is going to be next week. Next year, sorry. Next week. Next Ooh, week. Jeez. I wish. Yeah, yikes. That'd be... be Centre bounce. Centre bounce Anzac Day. So, the big big, big Belcho against <laughs> Grundy. <laughs> Grundy. Sure, not sure it's not going to be Roughhead? <laughs> <laughs> and then, jeez, what have you got in there? Dylan Shield, Dyson Apple, Zach Merritt. The names we just spoke about. Oh, yikes. Huge. That That'd is big. big. That could be grand final next year. That could be grand final. No. Wait, I'm hang on. In. I'm not looking in. Robert. I reckon those two will make top four, though. Put that in the vault. <laughs> Put that in the vault. Turn it up. Jim has just declared. <laughs> Essendon will make grand final with... <laughs> <laughs> 
Oh, the Hawks did it again. Wingard, they got Wingard across the line. So Wingard in a future third round pick goes to the Hawks. Uh, and Ryan Burton uh, with pick 15 and 35. Oh, and a future fourth round pick go to Port Adelaide. Gee, yeah. bit to that deal. Did you write that? That's Jesus. No, That's confusing. That. that is you. I think I wrote that. <laughs> you and the Jeez. bloody run sheet, mate. You cooked yourself. No, this is not a bonus. I'm pretty happy with this run sheet, actually. <laughs> it's not too bad. It's better than Dan's run sheet. Oh, uh, true. Right, well, what do you think about that? We've talked a bit about Wingard. Yeah, we, we talked a bit about last podcast, I think. But um, I think when you add Scully and Wingard and you, you lose, what, Burton pick 15, was it? Um, mm. Like roughly, other than the other the other pick swaps, I think it's it's a, still a pretty big win uh, for the Hawks, and they've done it again. They just go for proven, don't they? Yeah. They just and I'm not saying Ryan Burton's not, and uh, we all think he's going to be a also, good player. And they also got Scrimshaw too, didn't they? Yeah, Jack Scrimshaw so as well. So is, is he a rough replacement for Burton then? Um, similar. He's a bit yeah. taller. He's 195, yeah, but he yeah. moves similar. He, he's, he moves. He's, decent, he's almost a little bit like Jeremy Finlayson, a yeah, real decent, tall, rangy. Just decent user too. Yeah, he? good user. Yeah, um, yeah. Obviously, you pick seven. You don't go pick seven for nothing. No. So I think he'll be a, a kind of overlooked but handy pickup um, for the Hawks next year. If they too. can get him right, yeah. So so Wingard, Scrimshaw, and Scully was obviously the other one. Yeah. Um, how's now, that trio, the Hawks? Oh, well, they've done it again, haven't we? We talked about it last last podcast, but the Hawks. Just get the job done, and um, they'll, they'll probably be roundabouts again next year. I can't. It's hard to see them getting worse. No, you couldn't. Well, they're not getting worse. They're, I mean, they 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 um, older age bracket are. There's uh, that group is increasing. I think there's seven or eight of them that are going to be over thirty. Yeah. So, so who, who have you got? Like that's really kind of past that. It was you'd put Roughhead in that. Like, well, Roughhead's past his best. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We and don't know what we're gonna, what you're going to get from Birchall. He was he would have played if they had have won yeah. the semi. I think yeah. he would have played the prelim. Poppy, um, he, was, he was playing VFL, but Poppy's getting pretty old too, isn't he? I thought I thought Jarman Impey would go past. As in, I thought Jarman Impey would play in Poppy's spot this year. You reckon he's? I don't reckon he plays as a small forward Impey. That's what I'm saying. That's what I thought before the start of the year. Yeah, yeah. So, it, but it didn't but didn't really pan Impey out. Impey didn't bad. really play as a small forward for Port, did he? I thought he could have though. Yeah, I don't really uh, see him as a goal a goal kind of kicking player. I see him more of as a, as a running player, a bit more like a yeah a Lewis Jetta type. Yeah. Um, yeah, all right. I can, can see that I was wrong there. <laughs> <laughs> no, but all I'm saying is I just thought Poppy was was maybe past it yeah, last year. Yeah, and, no, he, and he had a good year. So, yeah, it's probably a fair call, actually. Um, but as I said, there's a few of them that are getting over that 30 mark. Um, but they just but get you, the... you top up with a couple of mid-20s players yeah. and, and a young scrimshaw. And yeah, it's, you top uh, up with Wingard. Can we just quickly touch on Tom Scully? So Tom Scully gets a... Um, we did talk about this the other day. We talked about this. We thought it was going to be 53? pick 53, and we said, that is ridiculous. <laughs> He's got there for a future fourth, a future fourth rounder. I looked at it today, and uh, the, um, the, late, the, sorry, the first pick in the fourth round this year is pick 59. Um, just as a, as a bit of background, George Hall and Smith went for p- pick 59. Um, so is uh, same value? Is that what we're going for? So George Hawthorne. So say that again. Repeat that. So for me. so say next year Hawthorne finish on the bottom of the ladder. Then that would have been, um, then that pick fifty nine. Oh, sorry, they would have got pick fifty nine for Tom Scully. This is the Giants. That's if they finish on the bottom of the ladder. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jeez. Whereas uh, they're not going to this finish in the top eight. So it'd be. Mid to late, or late sixties. Do you want to know who? I've just honestly, I, as you've been talking, I've been, I've just looked up through the random draft. Do you right. want to know who pick fifty nine was from the two thousand eleven draft? <laughs> oh no, I'm nervous. <laughs> Nicholas O'Brien. <laughs> oh mate, went to Essendon. Jesus, and that—that's Tom Scully. No, not even, not even. 
It's uh, no, it'll be that's, that's better better than Tom Scully though. Tom Scully's going mid late sixties. Tom, Tom Scully's not worth that. <laughs> yeah. He's not Nick, Nicky O'Brien. O'Brien's got two feet. <laughs> <laughs> he must have his foot must be in half. Is it? His he ankle, must have one. His toe. ankles just limp. He's <laughs> <laughs> just hanging there. <laughs> Oh, it's astounding! It's it was my, as I said off the top. It was my highlight. I found it shock, uh, unbelievable. But you would have to think that they would, um, and they've they've given a three year contract. And there's a clause in it: if he plays enough games, he gets four. Yeah. So a four year contract. So you'd have to think they have confidence in him. Well, and the, they back their medical staff in. They've done yeah. It with, they've done it with Burgoyne. Done it with O'Meara. Oh, I'll back him in to do it with Scully too. And if they can get those three players right, they just they they do not bottom out. They no obviously refuse to. They just stay up there. Um, well, as I said off the top, the first domino, well, the first domino really that got this done was, was Sam Mays, but that's not a big deal. Um, <laughs> the first real domino that, that's, that fell was the Lockie Neal deal. Um, so Lockie Neal and pick 30 went to Brisbane, um, and Freire received 6, 19, and 55. Obviously, 6 ended up doing the rounds. Um, we'll get to that later. We, we, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> sorry, mate. We'll get... <laughs> We'll get to that later. But Lockie Neal, he does get to Brisbane. They promised him they'd get in there, and he did. Yeah. So, Dane Beam's out, but it's still a big win to get Lockie Neal in. Yeah, for sure. Um, and Frio did pretty well. We'll get to the other deals uh, Frio were involved in, but they played hardball and kind of got what they wanted in, in all their dealings. So, um, I think it's probably a decent result for both clubs. They got, yeah, we'll, we'll, you just made me think of um, a de- you know, debate we're about to have later, but... Um, I'm not sure if, if Freo did get... Well, if they lose Lockie Neal, that's not what they want. Is yeah, it? but they, by what they got... Oh, sorry, what they got for Lockie Neal, they used to get Hogan. So. Yeah, true. They, 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 got their, they got their 6 and 19, they, and then a pick swap later. And, yeah. Um, so, so they got a pick to, to secure Jesse Hogan and then still got one in the top 20. Yeah. So, um, feather? Feather in the cap? Yeah, I reckon we... But we the, feather, the feather was meant to be for, for him staying. Yeah, Peter Bell true. said, oh, "I'm going to have a feather in my cap when he stays." All right, maybe. Uh, no, nah, I reckon we'll give him the feather. Reckon, <laughs> oh, he got, give like, him the feather. <laughs> give him the feather. He really wanted it. <laughs> <laughs> I, I got a call from him earlier. He's like, "Please tell me you're going to give me the feather on the." On the <laughs> he called on, you. Yeah, yeah. On the oh. late, on the late table tonight, you, oh. need, you need to give me the feather. <laughs> Jeez. All right. Well, just before we move on, Brisbane's midfield. So no Dane Beams, but there is still Zorko, Neil. Barry McCluggage, Robinson, is it still worthy of, of pushing up there towards towards oh, I, the top 10 or 12? Yeah, no, I think it is. I think they would have been if they had the same list. So, And Neil for Beams might not be an exact straight swap, um, but it's not far off. Um, so I think they'll, they'll definitely improve. L- last question on, on Neil. If, uh, are you making ground, uh, uh, taking a long-term view of it, like a, a yeah. holistic view, are you making ground by having Lockie Neal or and and not Dane Beams, or are you losing ground? I think you might be just because might be what might be sorry I'm making ground because Lockie Neal's younger. Yeah, that's what I, I would have to agree. Yeah, yeah, yeah. he's younger, so you get Dane Beams probably a better player. He's, he's got more runs on the board. Yeah, but, but how Lock- long how long till Beams has passed it yeah. compared to how long does Neal pass it? Yeah, yeah, I'd have to agree with that. Um, so f- so Jesse um. So Jesse Hogan. So Freo also got Jesse Hogan over the line. So Jesse Hogan finally, and, and finally, after they pulled out, they pulled out of the race. Yeah. Um, <laughs> is anyone? Just side note: Is anyone going to believe Fremantle next year when they boy, reportedly quit going after someone boy, and then actually get them again? Boy, you cried wolf, Peter Bellis. Yeah, apparently. 
Um, but Jesse Hogan and 65 get to Freo. And 6 and 23. So that's what, I mean, that's what we said, isn't it? Yeah. A couple last week. Yeah, yeah. It had to be that high-end first rounder and a second rounder, not just... The, that 11 that they that they had um, and that 23 it had to be the high end yeah, first yeah. round if, if it was some were calling for two first rounders but um, so 6 and 23 gets it done they give back 65 on, on the, the other way but um, yeah. I think again if you looked at the deal in itself Diesel Waters would be a little bit a little bit sour about it because they paid what two first rounders for Lever last year and didn't quite get as much for, for Hogan but if you look at what they then get in with the picks um in, we're going to talk about Stephen May and Cole Jasney. If you look at what they then get in, I think mm. it, it makes them feel probably feel a bit better about it. That's an interesting point. You should have brought it up in the uh, in the meeting beforehand, oh, mate. Sorry, but um, mate. no, that's interesting that, that they had to give up two first rounders for Jake Lever. Yeah, they didn't get two first rounders for Jesse Hogan. For Jesse Hogan. But you get Stephen May and Cole Jasney. You do yeah, you do. So, I I think in isolation the Hogan deals probably unders, but knowing what they could get with that makes it more worth it. Hmm. It's just one of those ones that you're going to have to wait a while to see what 23 is and see what Jesse Hogan does at Freo. Yeah. Um, interesting up there at Freo now with, with Hogan, Lobb. Lobb's, yeah. Lobb's going to play forward. He's not going to play ruck. Yeah, yeah. Um, there's Cam McCarthy, Matt Tabernard. Do we rate uh, Lobb's a forward? Uh, yes. Uh, he's he's He gets a lot of hype and, and, and maybe a bit overrated because of... His he marking can, ability. He can ta- yeah, he yeah. can take such good contested marks. But he, he, like, he doesn't average over, I think, a goal a game. Or, no. He doesn't, have he massive... doesn't seem like a, a real natural big forward to mm. me. He doesn't have massive numbers on the board, but no. he just can take a genuine contested yeah. mark. Well, I guess if, if they haven't been uh, willing to trust Darcy yet while Sandy's been injured, he's, he's a pretty good second ruck. Sean Dar- yeah, 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 yeah. Good for but yeah. But I don't, I don't think he likes playing ruck. Yeah. So, but um, it's interesting. I think it's a hand- oh, definitely a handy pickup. Yeah. And I rate Tabernard. Yeah. I actually rate Tabernard. I, don't, well, I mean, he used to rate Can, you, pl- can you play Hogan, Tabernard, and um, Lobb in the same forward line? I think the way Hogan plays, you, you could. I reckon you I don't see how that's could. any different to playing McDonald, Wiedemann, and Hogan. I was just that good. Yeah, you read so, my mind. Yeah, you read so my mind. So maybe, uh, I mean, it's, I guess it's club philosophy. Yeah. But, um, interesting to see if they do play. Because then they've got, they've got a, they couldn't, get a, couldn't buy a tall forward a couple of years ago, and now they've got about <laughs> six of them. Well, yeah. One that, yeah. That's that true. Fremantle, that is. Yeah, um, no, that's true. Well, do you reckon that this is... Well, that Kirsten's gone, I reckon. Oh, he's not going to get any games. Is he still on the list? Yeah, yeah. Uh, if he if he survives this list culling, then I don't see him getting many games, if any. Yeah, well... And then McCarthy was meant to be... I wouldn't I wouldn't see McCarthy in their best, yeah, so their best side, nearly. I, I was listening to someone the other day, and they were, I was in on the radio, and they were really rating... I think it was uh, Matty Lloyd, maybe? Um, really rating Cam McCarthy still. So, yeah, I'd... Interesting to see, and he plays. He's definitely a third tall type player. So, and I don't know if Tabner is necessarily. Tabner's so, a bit bigger. Yeah. Mm. So it's going to be a really interesting uh, forward setup. For There's them a few of them up there. Yeah. Um, obviously, they get Roy Love over the line. Just uh, quickly, we were, I was going to touch on this when we we're talking about Tom Scully, but Roy Lobb, the same sort of thing. Oh, we'll just go through the Roy Lobb deal. So, so Roy Lobb um, gets to throw with with. 14, 43, and 47. Yep. And then the other way, GWS get 11 and 19. Um, so It's a bit of a weird one, isn't it? What it well, why is it a weird one? So GWS oh, have moved up three spots and then plus got another first rounder. Yeah. Lost Rory Lobb and lost a couple of... I reckon the Giants have, have done pretty well out of that. Yeah. It's probably the best trade they've actually managed for all those players they've lost. But, I reckon it's probably the most favourable. But really, they have mismanaged their salary cap. Yeah. For something... Well, we were, talk- we were talking about this off-air 
the the thing that really stitched them up was the cola allowance, or the cost of living allowance they did get, and I think it was last year or the year before. Maybe two so, years so it was phased out over a three year period. Yeah. So yeah, so it was, and we don't we couldn't figure out how much that actually was um, each year they got from that cost of living allowance, but they um, I think Dave Matthews said recently that that's a big reason why they've been over the salary cap, or that. Um, we're going to be uh, yeah. So so, so that, yeah. So so sorry to interrupt you. So if they had have kept Setterfield, Lob, Shield, and Scully, yeah, they would have been over. Well, been some over were saying cap. between one and two million dollars over. Yeah. So a long way over. And I was thinking, surely Kohler isn't just that. Like, they can't just blame Kohler for that. There's got to be some kind of uh, yeah, a mismanagement. And 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 like they get, it's it's. I mean, you have to feel some th- sympathy for them because they get these top draft picks. Yeah, in, they come through the door and. They're nervous after two years that they'll go home, so they throw you know big I think money. Set, well, I think Setterfield was going to be on about four hundred next year. Yeah, yeah, and he's and he's played two games. Yeah, well, he missed a whole year of injury. Like, you know, but you you just really and this is but this is what happens. So you just really they have to back themselves in. Yeah, and and manage it more responsibly. Yeah, because the, otherwise this happens. Four go out the yeah. door, and you just it's, loot. It's going to be a, a weird one. Like um, question without notice, but. Um, Someone was saying that I think it was Nick Dalsano the other day was saying that they could even turn into a like a second tier British soccer team in the way that they'll develop players, but the big clubs will just poach them. Breeding ground. Yeah, yeah. They'll develop. They'll draft good high draft picks, um, develop them, but then when they hit twenty two to twenty five, they all leave to the big clubs. It's just the farm. The yeah. farm up in Western Sydney. So Go and pick your crops they've, up. They've got to take a, your pick. I mean, they're better off than uh, Gold Coast, obviously, but. Um, I think they'd be a little bit concerned about this exodus. Like we'll talk about it later, but I think they're pretty big losers in this trade period. We will talk about it a bit later, and I think certainly they would uh, deny it, the fact that they've mismanaged this, this salary cap um, sort of issue, really. Mm. Um, but there's not much doubting that if, well, if you manage is- it a bit better, I know they have Kohler, but... Um, still, yeah. They, the the, the talent they just gave up. And yeah. considering they fell short this year, it's hard to see them making ground next year when they don't really get any big talent in and lose like four players. Yeah, but if you can get a full season out of out of Delidio, if you can get a full oh, a season big, out of Green. Yeah, if you get a full season out of Green. Yeah. I mean, they, um, they did have, they were stiffed by injuries this year. Kelly missed a bit of footy. Yeah, yeah. Um, still, I think. Oh, no, no, well, no, no, I still reckon they'll be around the mark. For sure. I think they'll be around the mark, but I don't see them. I don't see them in the top four because they've. they've don't you? No, not well. Not considering. Sure, they got they were pretty injury riddled this year, but if you see, you look at like Essendon, awesome back end of the uh, back end of the year, and they've improved with their list. Collingwood done the same. West Coast at least the same level of talent in their list. Richmond more talent with Tom Lynch. How I don't see them. Uh, everyone improves. Everyone improves every year. Everyone yeah, exactly. looks real good in the off season. Exactly. Yeah, but still, in terms of if we're analysing um, what's changed, unless it's just a a real big leap from some of those second tier players, and they get full seasons out of all these players that have uh, been in, injury riddled, okay. I don't see them improving. Okay. All right. I'll uh, I'll leave it there. I'll let, I'll let you have that all one. Right, moving on. Um. <laughs> so we touched a little bit just quickly. So Stephen May, that pick six. So Stephen May gets to Melbourne with Cade Collajazzi, just chucked in. Just chuck him chuck, in. Chuck him in for six. So straight swap for six. Yeah, a pretty handy player to be chucked in. Uh, steak knives, isn't it? Yeah, they. Well, it's it almost steak knives are sort of things that get deals over the line though, and it's not as if 
they needed Cole Jazzy to get that over the line. That's honestly it just looked like they. Yeah, but it they in. they wanted they were interested. He did want to get there. He yeah, and they were interested him from the start, but it, maybe Gold yeah. Coast just gave up trying to get something for him and just chucked him in. I think well, yeah, and but look, he could whether Cole Jasney plays or not. Certainly May does, and that back six looks really strong now. Yeah, no, I I, I think I rate Cole Jasney actually. I think he. Um, he's had a pretty crap two years, but... <laughs> pretty crap two years? He has. Yep. <laughs> I think he did admit that. But um, before that, he was a he was a genuine... Good user. Yeah. Good player. So, yeah. I'd back him in. Um, but with Stephen May, how does that back six look with Stephen May? Oh, every line of Melbourne now is that talented. So, so Licking your lips. Yeah. Melbourne... I mean, yeah, I didn't even mention Melbourne in those other sides I was saying they're improving next year, but mm. I see Melbourne improving next year. But they're, I think... Now that GWS are losing a bit of their their depth and the the talent pool, I think Melbourne's probably the most talented list in the league at the moment. Boy, you reckon? Yeah. In terms of potential and like just young guns, I don't see a team. You always say G- GWS no, but, before that. No, but not doesn't necessarily have to be young guns. If you're just talking about talented list. Yeah, I guess. Pies are pretty talented. Yeah, well that midfield makes up for it, doesn't it? Yeah, gonna be interesting. Well, Tim Kelly stayed. Tim Huge. Kelly stayed. We talked about it off the top, um, but a deal didn't get done. Stephen Wells and Geelong were open to it, um, but West Coast just couldn't come to the party. I think they had 20 and 22 on the table. Um, would you do that? I wouldn't do that. No. No, definitely not. What would you have done? Uh, I, would, I would have ideally liked a top 10, but I think they were going to accept a top 12 pick. Top straight swap for something like that. Straight yeah, swap for... Yeah. But it just didn't have it though. No. And they well, just Frio did and still didn't want to go there. <laughs> We've already talked about that. I'm we thinking. won't go. We won't go back there. Also, I'm going to own up to a mistake here. You, I was, uh, I, was, right <laughs> I said the other day that turn it up, trade table listeners. <laughs> turn it up. You turn it up. <laughs> <laughs> no, the volume, you idiot. <laughs> no. Yeah, right. Come on, tell me. So we were talking about Tim Kelly and being a free agent next year. He's definitely not a free yes, agent correct. of any kind. Correct. So, but that makes it interesting for him next year. Yes, it's, it does. Because we're talking again. He definitely talk- wants to leave still. Yeah, I mean, he said that. West Coast said they're coming for him again. But his options next year are, again, ask for another trade or nominate for the draft. Yes. So, <laughs> draft but, but again. But by, by my reckoning... Just before you move on, just, just, yeah. hold that thought. But yeah. So, he's entered five drafts in a row. Missed them all. <laughs> finally got drafted. <laughs> he wants to go back. No, nah, back in. <laughs> beginning to think he likes the pre-draft <laughs> more than actually playing football. <laughs> yeah, but go on. What were you going to say? Well, by my reckoning... Frio finish lower than West Coast next year, yes? Yes. You agree with that? Yes. So they're going to have higher picks, be it it in the pre-season draft or the actual draft, which are whatever Tim Kelly nominates for. Yes. Um, So then if he goes to the draft, he could potentially get picked up by dreaded Fremantle, who he does not want to go to. So So then does West Coast still have motivation to pay I'll trade with Geelong. Yeah, okay. So when, when, so when you say this, my, my mind goes back to the... We've talked about this before. My mind goes back to the Jago Amira deal. Yeah. And when um, Hawthorne were playing hardball, it looked like it may not get done. Um, Jago Amira was going to nominate for the preseason draft and put a price tag on his head, meaning that effectively only Hawthorne could draft him. So I find this a real puzzling, a real puzzling concept where Tim Kelly could potentially... It, 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 this is if West Coast can't come to the party again, and who knows, they could come up with you know yeah. some good draft picks and, and trade for him, and they could get a fair deal. Yeah. But p- potentially we could have a situation where Tim Kelly nominates for the preseason draft, mm. wants to go to West Coast, puts a price on his head that that, that, that club has to pay him. Mm. But Freo could just go right. We'll, we'll pay we'll, that. We'll too. pay that. Yeah. And so, draft him earlier. 
Oh, it's a, it's so there's there's risk involved, and at the end of the day, people saying Tim Kelly won't have currency next year. Oh, God, he's, he's got <laughs> well, and they've still got avenues to get something for him next year. It's not like this was the only year they could get something for him. So Geelong, yeah, yeah, yeah. So oh, he's still, you wouldn't think he's going to have a disaster year next year. No, no, He'd probably only get better. Well, you you'd think so, yeah. but um. Even if he had the same year, he'd be worth just as much. Like, he had a oh, he's good a year. Lot. He's worth a he's, lot. I, reckon, I remember at the start of the trade period. Yeah. Like, I think things were getting floated around, you know, late first round. Yeah. And I reckon, I reckon, we, second, were, I reckon we were first on this. Yeah. I reckon we just said, I don't want to beat our own drums here, but, but we, that's it. We, we, <laughs> we did. We just said, no, he's worth so much more than that. Yeah. And, mate, still, Well, when still, you finish equal second in the BNF oh, in the, yeah. at Geelong yeah. with Patrick Dangerfield. Yeah. How are you not worth a top 10 pick? Exactly. And this is what we were saying before. Like, you can't just fall into, well, he's a first-year player. But big deal. But, but that's the thing. The, the counter-argument is he's played enough football to not go through the things that 19-year-old's going to be going through. As in, he's, what, 24 now? Yeah, I think, yeah. I think he'll be maybe 25 next yeah. year when he plays next so year. So, you'd think he'd be a bit more mature, both in his body and in his mind yeah. than a nine, typical 19-year-old. So he's not going to be a, a typical second-year player next year. Yeah, he's your, he's ready to go. He's, exactly. You know, we, don't, we don't need... The pack doesn't need us to tell, to tell them that. They, they know that. They, <laughs> They're pretty educated, the pack, aren't they? <laughs> they are pretty educated, the pack. Um, so that's... Well, geez, that's main, a lot of the big names that, that end up getting done. Um, we'll whip through a couple of these little, uh, these little names. Well, this man's not little. Marcus Adams, the absolute specimen, <laughs> gets to Brisbane. Marcus Adams. He's a good looking rooster, isn't he? Not bad looking rooster, is he? <laughs> You're better looking, though, Jim. You're better oh, looking. Thanks, mate. <laughs> Marcus Adams gets to Brisbane. Um, and Brisbane, oh, we were talking about this before, they actually had to give up a bit. So they ended up having to give up 32 in a future third round. That's so they probably would have only wanted to give up a maybe a third round pick in the 40s. I think they did have a couple of picks in the 40s that ended up going with Dane Beams. I don't um, reckon they would have known how much the dogs actually wanted him. Yeah, so they, they ended up really having to give up pick 32. Yeah. Pick 32, that's a that's a bit. Yeah. Well. Yeah, is that what you're going to give yeah, me? Well, yeah, yeah. I don't really have a comment. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no. Um, well, it, I'll, <laughs> I'll cut it here and give you a chop out. <laughs> you idiot. Uh, no, but I think I think Marcus Adams probably plays on um, in front of Josh Walker. Josh Walker played, didn't have a bad year. He played well this year, yes, but it adds to their depth and they're, and they're starting to look good Jeez, back it's a, there. It's a fair bit of, um, it's a fair price to pay for a bit of depth, though, isn't it? They must really. Uh, well, that's a good point. Yeah, so they must see him in there. Yeah, they must. If they you're going to pay, if you're going to pay pick thirty-two and a future third, yeah, and a future yeah third, so they must see him in there somewhere. Mm. Um, I will whip through. Won't we won't dwell, dwell on the too next much on these, but Nick Newman gets to Carlton. Um, Jack Homps, Jack Homps. And another... you got something to say about Jack Holmes, don't you? I do have something to say. (laughs) So last year in our Club in Focus segment, our famous Club in Focus segment, we put together, I think it was, I think Sam, former trade table host, (laughs) Sam, he was struggling a bit. We were helping him out with his Port 22. (laughs) And we we specifically left Jack Holmes out. And the pack came at us. The pack came at us. Breathing fire. Oh, the pack, Jesus. They were not happy that we didn't put Jack Holmes <laughs> in Port's best 22. Well, lo and behold, doesn't play much at all and gets traded to the Gold Coast. So, pack, disloyal pack. That's, <laughs> that's the disloyal pack. That's we literally the... had a note in it just saying disloyal pack. In our running sheet, just disloyal pack. <laughs> Don't uh, tell the pack yeah. that. No, sorry. <laughs> Was that a secret? <laughs> no, mate. Nah, we back ourselves in, weren't we? Hey, we we were onto that. Jo- Jordan. Jordan also though, 
we we did back ourselves to pick Nick Graham in our best twenty two, oh. and he got delisted today. That is true. So I'll put my hand up there. I think I did. Yeah. I did Carlton. I agreed though. So one, for, one for one. I'm sure. I'm sure Graham. <laughs> Look, I did. I did say that their issue was finding that forward six. Right? They did you say did that. Say that. But out of the, out of the five or six names that I had in that last forward spot, I uh, I said Nick Graham, and you agreed. <laughs> and we went, "Yep, we're right there." Lock yep. it in. Nick, I actually rate Nick Graham. I don't think so he's stiff. So do I. So he is pretty stiff. I wouldn't have thought he probably gets picked up. But anyway, we, Nick, let's not dwell on Nick Graham. We we, we digress. <laughs> Jordan Ruffhead gets to Collingwood, pick seventy five. Travis Collier gets home to Freo. Jackson Thurlow, we touched on huge. He, Massive. Where'd he go to Sydney? <laughs> George Owen Smith as well got done yesterday for nearly as much as Tom Scully. Well, no. Worth more. More, more than Tom Scully. You wrote that. Did I? Oh, I must. Oh, I probably <laughs> did, actually. Yeah, you've put Aaron Hall down the bottom of our run sheet here. Gee, that's worth a bit more. Come on. Jeez. Aaron Hall for 68. So Aaron Hall it's is a, worth... It's a late table thing, though. We, we were a bit late on the Aaron uh, Hall. True. We were a bit late. We were a late table on Aaron Hall. Yeah. So Aaron Hall goes to North Melbourne for 68. Just before we move on to... Our next segment. This is the last bit of our little news. Um, Aaron Hall. This is, might sound like a weird question, but does he play? I think he does. But do you? Yes. <laughs> yes. Then what's the point no, of the question? Well, I, well, I just think. I just think when you look at this, raising a little bit of doubt. <laughs> look, I just think when you when you look at their twenty-two. Have you? I, I've had a bit of a look at it. I haven't. You know, I've had a bit of a look at it, and I think he may squeeze in. And, I, and and if he does, I reckon he can play well and be a huge part of that midfield. Yeah, I, I, really I reckon he can. Aaron Hall. Yeah. But I reckon there's also a live chance that he, that he misses. When you I can, reckon when you Hall. consider that blokes around the edges like Kane Turner's going to play, Sam Wright's going to play, um, Sean Atley will probably play. They've got their keys sorted now back there. Um, so there's not that many, and, and their inside midfielders are really good: Cunnington, Dumont, um, Higgins. So uh, Jacobs will play obviously because he's yeah. the best tagger in the game. How much do you reckon they improve next year North with those three acquisitions? Well, yeah, because well, four there was four. The Pollock obviously is is Pollock, in there Pittard as an outside Hall. midfield, and then there's Pittard Hall and Tyson. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, Tyson. So Pittard Hall does Tyson and, play as a, as an inside mid? Well, that's his that's his that is his, uh, his spot as yeah. in as in he yeah, is that's an where inside, he plays best. He is an inside midfielder. Yeah, but difficult to get a game playing inside. Yeah. Aaron Hall said that his role at the club was going to be an inside mid. Yeah, so how many inside mids do they want? Yeah. I thought they wanted more Pollock, which they did get with Pollock. Pollock, yeah. Pollock, but if Aaron... I'd describe Hall as more of a a Polish player rather than a... Yeah. ...than an inside bull. Yeah, and Tyson's not... not wouldn't exactly call it a Polish player. No. Interesting what they do with the the three of them. Yeah. Um, Pittard, if he can make some decent decisions, will maybe slip in. Do you reckon Pittard plays or Marley Marley Williams? Uh, I reckon Sam Wright will, will play. I reckon Marley Williams will have the spot. Yeah. Pittard may have to squeeze in and jump over that's him. All, yeah. It's a kind of pre-season battle, I reckon, that one. It mm. could go either way at this point. North Pack. Marley Williams wasn't bad this year, so... Man, well, Marley Williams was good. He's got that spot. It's, it's yeah. his to lose. Yeah. I'm just saying, can, can Jasper Pittard jump him? Well, I think Pittard's got the talent to jump him. It's just whether he can recapture some of that form from a couple of years ago. Mm. North Pack, give us your feedback. Tell us what you think, North Pack. Um, it's a... <laughs> Hey, don't laugh. I didn't. I didn't, didn't name the, the pack. pack. Oh, the, I didn't. Yeah, I didn't relax. name the pack. They oh, named themselves. You know. Go. You know, like when Harry Potter picked his uh, wand out. He, he didn't pick it. The wand picked him. <laughs> the pack picked themselves. I didn't do it. 
Laugh. That is your worst word. <laughs> that was hey, hey. I didn't do it. What have you got for me? You got something for me? You got something interesting? I is this a nugget? Yeah. Are we returning the nugget? Yes, we are revamping oh, it. Oh, that was back in better than ever. My nugget, Harrow's nugget, lasted one episode. <laughs> Our segments do not are about as inconsistent as oh. our episodes. They, uh, our segments are as inconsistent as Dan. <laughs> yeah, correct. Jeez, so, but uh, anyway, the nugget is back, and it's back. yours this time. Yeah, I'm, give I've me got, a nugget. I've got a nugget. So, um, I've taken a. Li- we were looking at the trades earlier today in our in our pregame meeting. Yes, we um, were. And I looked at pick six. Now, if pick six was a footballer. <laughs> he'd be he'd be a Matt Spanger, oh. Jonathan Giles, journeyman type. Giles, Jonathan Giles. <laughs> Jonathan Giles. Bit of Spider-Ever. Yeah, Spider-Ever. Spider <laughs> exactly. Carl Cheney, even. At least a three-club player. <laughs> at least a three-jumper. <laughs> yeah, no. But pick, pick six did even more than that. So pick six started off at Fremantle. Right, okay. Um, Don't lose me here. Take it with you. Don't lose me. <laughs> so they traded out with to Port. Yes. Um, bit of pick swaps. So there was a bit of posturing there. Combination of picks. Yep. Uh, so it's gone for Freya to Port. Yep, correct. So then Port, in a deal with Vermeys, um, move up to five, give pick six to Brisbane. Yeah, okay. So it's gone so Freya, pick, Port, Brisbane. Now, now at Brisbane. Yes. So then Brisbane, yes. use that in a deal for, guess who? Lucky Neal. So going yes, back to Fremantle. Yes. <laughs> back to Fre- <laughs> Is that a Dane Beams and going back to the, to the home club? Yeah. But then, yes. But then it's been traded for Jesse Hogan. So all the way to... Goes all the way to... All the way um, across another ball. Yeah, correct. Goes to, <laughs> to, to Melbourne. And then... And then... Oh, and what then now? Another one. Melbourne trade it for Stephen May and uh, Cade Cole-Jasney. Oh. So it's ended up at the Gold Coast. Started in Fremantle. Done a couple of circles of the country. <laughs> and uh, ended up there. And that's my nugget. Oh, jeez. Freo, Port, Brisbane, Freo, Melbourne, Gold Coast. Yeah, correct. That is a good nugget. Yeah, yeah. I wonder who it's going to be. I hope it's a gun. Oh. <laughs> well, probably maybe Bailey Smith. Yeah. Bailey Smith one will be... Kings. From now, from whoever it is, whoever it is, we will look back. Yeah. That is a trade table nugget. Yeah. Right. He is our boy. Yeah, thank you. Anyway. We'll hear about that in the uh, trade table draft edition in the coming weeks. <laughs> With uh, Dan Batten if he rocks up. <laughs> <laughs> Wouldn't get on it. Unlikely, probably by myself. Yeah. <laughs> right. Before we finish off, let's just have a quick look at who are our biggest, you and I, Jim, who are mm. our biggest winners and biggest losers. Yeah. Um, so off the top, look, I've, I've, put, I've had Brisbane there. I've put yeah. Brisbane, it's... A slight asterisk because they lost beams, mm. but I've got Brisbane in the winners. Are they a winner? I think so because you see you see them improving with um, Adams and Neil, even though they lose beams. But and McCarthy as well, if he plays. Yeah, Link McCarthy, true. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, Sorry, I've just got an absolutely packed nose. <laughs> Massive. I'm sure the pack really wanted to hear that one. Sorry, you might want to turn away from the mic when tissue, you do that. Is there a tissue around here? No, there is right no, no tissue. Go on. Just use your jacket. Tell me about- <laughs> Tell me about Brisbane. Um, <laughs> are they a winner? Are they a winner? Yes, I think they are, but not by a whole lot. Be- because they started off thinking they were going to keep beams, like mm. we said, that would have been a really big win if they did what they did but kept beams. They don't need those draft picks they got for him. So it's it's definitely an asterisk. Uh, they're, they're a marginal winner. Um, yeah, they're, they're massive winners if beam stays. Yeah, huge winners. They look, um, it's not as if... They've lost him because of poor dealing. No. They've just lost him because he, he wants to go home. So yeah. in the end result, they're, they're probably just winners. But oh, and Because what we were talking about before, uh, Lockie Neely and Dane Beams out. Yeah. So it's Dane Beams is probably a better player. Yeah. But you've, you're probably getting more value out of Lock, uh, yeah. Lockie Neal. Yeah. yeah. Cause he, just because he's younger. Yeah. We have Carlton here as a winner. Do we? We have Carlton here as a winner. But. No, no. That, but. But. 
They lost Jed Lamb. They just delisted Jed Lamb. <laughs> oh, no. You are kidding. Nick Graham and Jed Lamb. Uh, just give me one second. I'll just move them to losers. Hang on. Copy. <laughs> They're going into losers. Oh, <laughs> Absolutely. How could they do that to Jed? No. <laughs> No, look, they're definitely winners. They've they've picked up Mitch McGovern, Alex Vasolo for nothing. Will Setterfield, they got in the door, who they Nick, rate really highly. Yep, Nick Blue um, Man. Huh? Nick Blue Man. <laughs> hey, that was Ben's pun. You can't you can't punish me for that. Oh my god. <laughs> There's the door. There's the door. Alright, I'm pretty happy. I'm pretty happy with myself after the nugget. I can retire anyway. <laughs> Nick News, yeah. So McGovern for Solo Setterfield and Newman. That's a good hole. That's a yeah, good hole. And all yeah, they've given yeah. up that all they've given up is those. And still get pick one. And still get pick and, and pick one, yeah. And they all they've given up is the state league players that they had access to, Nathan Kruger um, and Shane McAdam, um, and, a, and a couple of really late picks. That's all they've had to give up. So they've quick, done well. Quick question they? on Carlton. Yep. Um, Silvani still hasn't ruled out trading pick one. What would it take for a club to, to swap that around? Oh, a lot. A, what's the, a lot? The short answer is a lot. Yeah, yeah, but what's a Definitely lot? Definitely at least two top tens. Yeah, okay. We'll just swap. At least two top tens. Well, what I'm saying is, like, We're, two high-end top yeah, tens. Yeah. Like, you wouldn't give it away for much. So, no. clearly, obviously, if the for any of the pack that don't realise, live trading can happen right up until the draft and yeah, on yeah. draft night. Yeah, so, yeah. there will be some trading probably on draft night of picks. Um, but I wouldn't be thinking they'd be giving no, it up. But I'd, clearly, there's a reason why they're not ruling it out. I think you just throw the line out there. You know, yeah. if So, for example, if... If Gold Coast say, we'll give you two, three, and six, okay, fine. Two, three, and six. I'm saying oh, hypothetically. Oh, I'm saying hypothetically. Yeah, you know, clearly that's not going to happen, but you throw the line out. Yeah. They, I think they'll be taking it. Yeah, I think they will too, but it's just well, inter- yeah. interesting he won't rule it out. Anyway. I think they take Sam Walsh. Anyway. Another winner. Who's that? So we've got, I've, we've, we've paired Essendon and Collingwood. So we've got them in the winners just because of, more because of where they are as clubs. So they're, even though one made a grand final and one didn't make the final, so we might sound a bit silly by saying this, but if you look at their, their best 22 going into next year, they both look pretty strong and they both look like they're in the window. Um, Collingwood may be a bit more than, than Essendon, um, but so they've both picked up a, a, a superstar midfielder. Um, they've got but him in the They've both door. had to give up two first-rounders, and that's mm. why we put them together, yeah? So yeah, so they've had similar trade periods. Where yeah, they've traded a lot for a gun, essentially. Yeah, but, but what they've traded is not as... Not of as much value to them right now, no, because they're they're in the window. And they're exactly. trying to win it, and they've got beams in in Collingwood's case in the door, um, and Shield in the door for for Essendon. So yeah, um, it's it's a win. It is a win. Yeah, we're we're, we're giving it a W. Um, you just hope Shield's enough for the Don's midfield because they're not going to have a lot to deal with deal next year if they're wanting to bring in any more. That's true. Um, that would be my only only concern with the Don's. I think it probably will be pretty close to enough, but to like improve, significantly improve their midfield. Um, but if it's not, they've already given up next year's first rounder. So, yes. Um, it's obviously going to be enough for Collingwood. Yes, their okay. midfield's fine. Um, another couple of winners. Hawks. They got it done again. Of course. They when are they just, not winners? I had to put them in. They, of course they're winners. They get Wingard over the line. They get Scrimshaw. They get Scully. They just... They lose Jure. <laughs> they get... They, <laughs> and Burton. Come on. Well, Burton's a big loss. But they just had to get it. They had to... Put up, put a big uh, chip on the table to get it done. Yeah, and they did. Um, and they did. So we're giving them a winner. And Richmond, look, Richmond have basically so they lose Corey Ellis, Anthony Miles, off the top of my head. Uh, Townsend, don't didn't go. Um, didn't go. No, didn't go. Um, just trying to think off the top of my head. They lo- so they lose depth. Yeah, yeah. And they get Tom Lynch. Basically, they lose and depth. And you take that every day and of the week for where they are. You know, you t- uh, Reese Conk was the other one. Anthony Miles. Yeah. Um, Sam Lloyd, Tyson Stengel. Sorry. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So they lose depth, a lot of depth. But they're 
probably favourites for the flag and they get Tom Lynch. Yeah. So we're giving them a W. Yeah. Um, our losers, quickly, let's get through these. Now, it's a bit circumstantial. There's not much they could have done about it, but Gold Coast are losers. Are yeah. They? I mean, this is another one with an asterisk for me because you don't know who they're going to draft. They've got a really strong hand now. You've got two, uh, three, and six. Yes. So could be huge. If we could look back at that in five years and be like, that was huge. Could be massive, yeah. But right now, it's a huge loss because you lose your two captains. Um, they, they, they don't... They've Right now... Oh, no, that, that was going to be a bad way of saying it. What I'm trying to say is the three captains that's ever been at the club are gone. Yeah. <laughs> well, and their three best, their best three players. You see the um, that photo of 2015 best and fairest. Yeah, yeah I did see that. Photo, yeah. Those three players all traded this year. I did so. see that photo. Yeah, Court, Sackler, um, Jasny, May, and Lynch. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, um, bit depressing it's up there for the best. <laughs> yeah. I mean, is. bright side. They got Anthony Miles, George Hall, and Smith and uh, Co to run you, that midfield. You're taking the piss a bit, but they're, they're good players. But yeah. The depth players are the clubs, aren't they? Yeah. Um, uh, so you hope that they can nail their picks. And, I mean, it could. I mean, it's a, meant to be a really good draft. So it, legit, in in five years, could be incredible year for them. So it it's an be. asterisk, but, but right but now, right it's, now, we it's a definite it's, loss. Yeah, we think it's a bit of a struggle next year. Sydney, we've got Sydney a, a, a strange trade period. Wasn't we that? we were saying all all period. Where what are they up what, to? What are they up to? Yeah, yeah. What what are they going to go for? Who are they going to go for? Um, they're getting rid of all this space. Were they over their salary cap and not letting on? Like mm. we were, it was public that the Giants were, but was Sydney maybe two? Um, because they let a lot go and didn't really bring much in other than Thurlow and Ryan Clark. So Thurlow, Jackson Thurlow, massive, big seventy. Um, um, so they've let yeah, they, and they've let Dan yeah, obviously as you said, let Dan Hannaby go, Gary um, Rowan. Etc. Strange trade period for Sydney. I would I would yeah. be grading it's, them. And again, poorly. it's a bit like. GWS who are next but I don't see if they've got the same list essentially minus a couple of like oh well you get you get him you're saying that you, you don't see him getting any better yeah but you get improvement Mills, Heaney Hayward you still yeah. Buddy he's not getting any worse you know they can still Papley yeah yeah they'll, they'll be one to watch for sure but it was just yeah. a strange uh, trade period for them well GWS have to be losers they lose they had to get the, the money off the books but they lose that of the 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 fact of the matter is they lose Setterfield, Scully, Lobb, and, and Dylan Shield. Yeah, um, and that's a big chunk. They got pretty. We were saying they got pretty good compensation for Lobb, but the others, I wouldn't say like they got they got overs for them because everyone knew they had to get them off the books. So, and, it's, and it's, I don't want to go back on it, but that's Scully thing. Yeah, exactly. So nothing for Scully. Yeah, exactly. They got a packet of chips. So, yeah, it's a it's a pretty sorry uh, trade period for the Giants. Now you think Freo are winners, don't you? Yes, I do. Because if we're talking about a need, sure, we, we, we had the conversation, Neil's not there to protect your, your younger midfielders like your Brayshaws, your Cheras, and your, your Crowdens, uh, etc. Yeah. Your Crowdens, yeah. Just, I just threw them in. Your Crowdens, yeah, right. I, 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 want, I want another one. I just threw them in that conversation. Yeah, sure. Well, you, you said that, not me. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> well, he's probably going to play now that Neil's not there anyway. So, yeah. um, so you lose some real midfield quality, obviously. Last year, they could not, or last few years, they just can't kick goals. And they are, they, they have uh, really unproven, inconsistent tall forwards, and they got two of, two pretty quality ones now. Mm. Um, and even just from a, a membership perspective, having Jesse Hogan, having a marquee key forward, um, as a, just building some excitement around the club. I think it's a it's a big win just off field, but on field too. I think. The trade-off is worth it, considering they lose some midfield depth or some midfield quality, 
but gain some some forward quality in Hogan and Lobb. I just can't see it as a win with losing Nocky Neal. And Con- with, oh, with Conker's, that midfield. Conker can protect him, mate. Conker, I just don't, can't see it as a win with N- Neil and Neil and Fife are, are carrying pretty much a lot of the load. Yeah. And Fife's just lost, lost his right-hand man. I can't see that as a winning period. I know I can see Jesse Hogan and Rory Lobb. That's huge results. It's good that they got it done. Reese Conker can play a role. They've um, got pick 11 in the door. But um, if, you, if you could choose right now for Frio... Regardless of all the other stuff, Hogan or Neil, who are you taking? Uh, that's a good question. Because I'd take Hogan every day of the week for Fremantle situation, and it's essentially what they got. Because I mean, they, they got pick six for Neil and then traded out for Hogan. So if that's the trade-off, it's, it's got to be a win. Because if you take Hogan over Neil, plus you get Lob. But there's, yeah, there's Lob up there, there's Tabernar. I know clearly Jesse Hogan's a better player than all of them. But I just think you, you 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 need Neil more than you need Hogan in that midfield. In that midfield. No, I don't, I disagree. Hmm. Time will let tell us know, Pack. Let time will tell, <laughs> Jim. So <laughs> we've just given him the uh, ten seconds of dead air. <laughs> no, it's an interesting <laughs> one. It is an interesting thought. one. It is an interesting one. What yeah. about North? I'm I'm confused about North as well. We talk, we touched on it a little yeah. bit. Just go over it a little bit more with those. So four. if they is got- it a win or a loss? Having having three players in there that at their best are playing, but we don't know if they're going to play at their best. Well, yeah. I'm talking, of course, about Hall, Pittard, and, and Tyson. We don't know if they're going to be at their best. We don't know if they're going to play 22 games. Yeah, so if they got Gaff, it's a huge win. Obviously. Um, but without Gaff, I still think it's a win personally because, I mean, I think we, we made kind of made this mistake with people like Jack Watts and uh, even Tom Rockliffe and stuff last year, Steve Motlop. Players that get traded we, and then have been good in the past, we kind of overrate them when they're traded to a new club. We kind of mm. think they're going to be better than they are. So I'm cautious of doing that with, with players like Pittard and Hall. But if we're, if we're taking the optimistic side and saying they can get close to their better form, um, they, then they play in the best 22. Yeah. And they improve north. I mean, we talked about they needed Polish. Pollock's one of the... I'd rate him as one of the better wingmen in the league. And yeah, of course, a, yeah. A, a really good user. So... Yeah. And... Higgins was pretty much a lone hand in terms of field kicking in that in that midfield this year. So I think I think they improve and I think they're a winner. But you're not quite sure. No, I'm not. I, I, maybe I can just when we look back. I mean, when we look back at Port, was Motlop, Watts, yeah, and we were big on them last year. Thomas, yeah, and bloody, yeah, there was a few of them. There was five or six of them. And you look the back, Cannon, Trent McKenzie, the Cannon. There was one other big <laughs> name that I can't quite think of. Rockliffe. Rockcliffe, that's the one. Didn't have a great year. Yeah. Um, you know, you look at those names and you think that's great inclusions. Yeah. Should make a huge difference. But really, did it fill a massive need? And, and do, do these North players fill a massive... I, I just reckon we may look back at this and just think, well, at their best, they're great players. But were they at their best? Maybe not for the whole season. But even... I think even just with... If you just added Pollock to what they had this year and they finished ninth, I think they're at least a roundabout. And they might not have a better ladder result but I think they'll probably be a better team mm, okay. so I think it's a win interesting season for them well after a good couple of weeks oh well before that we started before the trade period didn't we um, yeah, yeah but after a good two or three weeks of the trade table that is it for our trade segment of the trade table wow um, there you go so take just a bef- breath. take a oh, take a breath <laughs> big thanks to first big thanks to Ben Madden our our Great producer. He was a host last year, of course, um, taking a big seat into the producer role. So thanks to Ben. Thanks to you, Jim. Thanks to Dan. Thanks to Billy. 
Thanks to Dill. All the hosts. Thanks to you, Harrow. Thanks to you, me. You, yeah, you I'll thank us on your back. You yeah, thanks to me. Thanks to me. You had more and more shoulder strapping every day. <laughs> you put us on your shoulders, mate. Oh, it was good fun. We love the interactions from the pack. We love um, all the pack, all the pack's messages. Even when we get ripped for being the late table. Even when we get ripped for being the late <laughs> we table. We had a giggle about uh, that last it's all, night. It's all part of it. Thank you to the pack, of course. They are the biggest thanks. Um, the trade table will be back next year, of course. But we will be back next week with a weekly show um, as Dan and I did last year um, on the focusing on the draft yeah. so in the lead up to the draft we'll have a sh- about a show a week um, focused on the draft so until then also we wanted to talk about um, the teams in focus uh, clubs in focus ah yes so uh, we, thank you who do we get up to we, we will to- finish off the clubs in focus yeah. we will um, run our eye over the clubs above I think we might be up to 12th maybe yeah Adelaide somewhere there uh, we already did Adelaide yeah so but we will finish that off yes of course um so we also will have our end of trade period internal review oh, where this. we assess each other at our, our own performances. I have a bit, of, bit to say about you, Jim. Oh, no. Not but, quite certain if it, if it makes sense. Does this make sense? Oh, no. Uh, but we'll have a bit to say. It'll be a good fun. <laughs> but thanks for listening to the trade table this year. We'll be back next year, but tune in for the draft shows as well and the club in focus. But thanks for listening. We'll see you next year.